0: This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. Welcome back to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It is Jake, your host. Today's episode is, I think, going to give you some really tangible uh, things to do with the family and uh, no pun intended, but it's all outdoor tangible things. Um, so, the thing I really love, well, there's a couple of things I really love about this episode. So, one, it's a great family story. Uh, there, There's a lot of businesses that we don't necessarily get to hear some of the family elements related to um, actual, you know, real life and business. And uh, we get to share uh, some of that with you today. So, I think that's really good if you have family businesses, if you have things that you want uh, to do or thinking of or dreaming of, uh, potentially doing with your family. There's some great uh, lessons and wisdom uh, in this episode, as well as, hey, if you're looking for some really awesome things to do, maybe you've got a uh, family coming into town over the course of the next few months or year, everybody's kind of got a little bit different interest level and activity level and uh, maybe fear factor. This is where you go. You have one, uh, uh, four different businesses, but you have effectively one place that you can go. Take everybody there for you know a long weekend, or even just a day trip, and everybody can do their own thing at the same time and have a great time. And then everybody uh, gets to have fun, their kind of fun, their level of fun and excitement in the day. And you can all carpool back and forth together wherever you're going to go. Or you can make it a weekend and, and have a great uh, family vacation in the Blue Ridge area. So today's episode, I think, is going to give you some, I'm, I don't think, I'm positive it is going to give you some great things to do over the course of the coming months, but also um, really give you maybe some good life lessons and some uh, some things to talk about with family members or kids um, that maybe have passions that they want to pursue in the future. And sometimes it's just getting those little nuggets of, of encouragement and wisdom and guidance that uh, help uh, bolster that In the uh, days and months and years to come so with that as an introduction we will get started if you have suggestions places you want to hear from people you want to have on the podcast you can always email us at North Georgia life podcast at gmail.com and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram I am woefully behind on putting content on there, uh, but the good news is I've got great help now, so that will be getting better over the uh, months to come. Let's get going in the beautiful Blue Ridge, Georgia. We are with Whitney Mayer today. Uh, Whitney, you and your husband are the owner-operators? Yes. Uh, yeah. Of all of the titles? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bathroom cleaners. The bathroom cleaners,
0: yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the glorious parts of it, too. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking, you have so many different elements of the, the outdoor adventure world. That that is just one leg of, of kind of you guys as, as a family and as a, uh, as a small business owners in the area. So uh, give us a little bit of backstory where you're from, how you found yourself here in Blue Ridge and um, and then we'll kind of snowball into all that you have here, which is pretty amazing.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. So my family's actually from Blue Ridge. I was born and raised here. Okay. Uh, my parents were born and raised here. so I've got long roots with Blue Ridge. Um, I practiced law in Atlanta. I knew I didn't want to live the rest of my life there. My family was all here. So my husband and myself, we just had our first child. So we moved back and we're helping with the family business. So kind of where it all started, you know, this is kind of like adventure businesses kind of in my blood because my family... uh, purchased a rafting company in 2001. Okay. And so, you know, it's been over 20 years. We raft over on the Koi river. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the company's name is Koi rafting. It's right. Uh, about, you know, about 12 miles from Blue Ridge. So it's still kind of in the general yeah. area. And so we started doing that and then that was going really well. And we really loved the venture business and it was really like part of our family. So we decided to do zip lining, you know, it was kind of coming on the scenes in America mm-hmm. and they're popping up. And so, um, my mom actually found a beautiful track, like 165 acres of land, um, about six miles from downtown Blue Ridge. Mm-hmm. So she built the zip lines out there in 2012. So we've got the zip lines going. And those are actually so popular now in America that we keep, we're keep we able to keep that open year-round, which mm-hmm. is really nice. Because, you know, of course, the rafting is very seasonal, just yeah. a summer only so that's zip line canopy towards a blue ridge you know great activity for all different ages we have families mm-hmm. that come out there you know bachelor groups whatever it's just a great activity for everybody like we were talking about before we kind of expanded into another water activity we started the tubing on the Toccoa River which mm-hmm. is like a lazy river mm-hmm. you know just go and relax and it it's nice because it, uh, a lot of our activities are not for the really little ones and on that one you can have a three or four year old and it's perfectly fine. So right. it's nice to have an activity that really the whole family can do. So the two moon's really fun. And of course, that's a summer activity too. And then last uh, is the Adventure Park, which is where we're at. It's called Blue Ridge Adventure Park. And it's, it's a good activity, like you said, for all different levels. If you're just wanting to get outdoors or mm-hmm. if you're a real thrill seeker, it has Uh, You know three different levels each level you go up you're going higher and it's getting more difficult Yeah, I
0: I did something like this for the first time. I didn't know I was going to do it (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not a heights person and it was it's funny to me because I was thinking about on the way up here you know fear is like the great leveler of of humans (laughs) you had people who are uh, you know, very, very, I mean, like way beyond me in terms of their, their life experience, um, you know, work history, income, you know, just at the top of their game. And you had people who are uh, just kind of starting out and everybody's on the, on the, literally on the same platform, um, pun intended. And it's terrifying. Yeah. And it, it's one of those things it, at the end of, of the uh, of the day that we were, we were kind of going through because it was a team building thing with um, with our office. And I I said, you know, I thought about a lot about just the parallel with leadership. When you're sitting on the ground, you're looking up, you're like, you're you're strapped. You can't die. You can't fall. You can fall like a foot and a half, and then the cables are going to catch you. But when you're up there, you're at the top, it's terrifying. (laughs) And it is uncharted territory, and it is so much easier looking up uh, from the ground than it is being up there. And, like, it's paralyzing for for a lot of people. So, um, But it was a great thing to get to get through, and uh, and you have way more. I, I don't even say. I don't know if options is the right word. Um, uh, obstacles, <laughs> obstacles, <Yeah. laughs> feats of terror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for somebody who is, and, and some of them are not that high. They're you know, what's your your lowest one there? Maybe fifteen feet, yeah, 12, 15 yeah, feet, yeah. and then you've got the ones that are that are much higher. So. All sorts of different uh, skill levels. So you've got a climbing wall here as well. Yeah. All sorts of things. And it's it's a really, for an adventure park, it's a gorgeous structure. um, If I can use that word with something that's terrifying to me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know, I think you really hit the nail on the head about the, you know, height factor. You know, we have people that come here that say, well, I'm not afraid of heights. You know, I'm not nervous about this. But, you know, there's something that we all kind of inherently... Have inside of us that when you're, you know, 30 feet up in the air and you're looking down, uh, there's just, you know, whether you're afraid of heights or not, there's this added nervousness of yes. just your brain saying, Hey, this is really high. Uh, maybe I wasn't previously thinking that I was afraid of heights, but this is definitely adding a factor that uh, I was yep. not expecting. But uh, people seem to really like it, you know. Um, it's definitely one of our activities that's more challenging uh, mm-hmm. where you do have to kind of mentally be ready for that <laughs> Not it's very just...
0: mentally mentally challenging yeah is it, you know i was laughing at uh, when you were just saying because when i when i was literally up at the top uh this was about six months ago um i it's like you know the the the, the angel and the demon on the right and left shoulder like one <laughs> one side is like you're strapped in you physically cannot go anywhere you can't fall and the other side is like shut up shut up <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know it's funny even after all these years of being in this business I still think about that especially when I'm at the zip lining and I'm going 35 miles per hour through the trees uh, you know there's always this factor of oh as you know I've got I've got a little kid at home like should I be doing this but <laughs> I do have to kind of have that same conversation with myself and i and often have have that with a uh, guest here too is like I have to reassure them one of the things we always do when we're gearing people up as we go through the kind of the safety features with them and I think that really reassures people to know that like you know this this harness is certified for up to 5,000 pounds this (laughs) trolley is certified for up to 4,800 pounds so like we really have to convince people, like, for you to enjoy this experience, you need to trust your gear. Mm-hmm. It really is major overkill on the safety yeah. features. So, Because, we, you know, one of the things when you see people up in there trying to, like, hold themselves up with their yes. arms, is like, that's not what you're, you're going to make. It yes. really not fun if you're trying to, like, use all your upper body strength to hold yourself up yes. the whole time. Yeah. You've got to have that. You've got to be able to trust that, you know, the safety features are yeah. there. And, of course, as you know with, like, you know, business, there that's one of the main things to us is, like, getting our course inspected getting our gear inspected Mm -hmm. making sure that our guides are trained and certified and all that Mm -hmm. so it's like that's kind of the you know people always tell me oh you're in you're in these businesses that's so fun of it that's such a fun job i'm like you have no idea the paperwork side oh i can't even imagine
0: i i can't even imagine um so you went to law school Mm -hmm. and then like pretty much soon thereafter you guys decided we're gonna go you know Yeah. So (laughs) into this, what's that transition like? Was that like part of the family was doing that and you're like, I'm still doing law work or you're like, no, I think that's a good transition.
1: (laughs) So I've been working in the business since I was around 14 years old. So it's kind of like Phil's, you know, I always describe it to people you know people that grew up at one house and that that's like their family home and that feel that's where they feel the most at home mm-hmm. i never really had that home um in, in a sense of an actual like residence the rafting company has always been like my home mm-hmm. that's where we would spend our time together as a family that's where we all would work together and so it's always i've always felt like blue ridge was my home uh, even when I was in Atlanta, um, I just knew, you know, nothing against Atlanta, but I just like that never felt like that was permanent residence. Mm-hmm. But the, what well, the factors that all kind of came together was, you know, I always thought I would end up back here, but then um, COVID hit and mm-hmm. we all started working remote and then we had my my daughter mm-hmm. and so of course family was like wanting coming down to see her and was like oh we want to see her more and so it kind of just made sense for me and my husband we're like well we're working remote anyway why can't we work remote from blue ridge so we kind of came up here and then we started kind of helping more and more and the businesses were doing really well even during COVID. surprisingly just because they're out i was gonna say they're outdoors yeah. they're,
0: they're perfect social distancing yeah, exactly.
1: activities and you know we we put into practice a lot of the Uh, extra features to try to keep people safe even Mm -hmm. during the the peak of COVID and everything spacing people and like having people check in uh, apart from each other and all that so anyway we came up here and uh, started getting more and more involved and I was still involved like even whenever I'm off on the weekends I would come up and work in the summer so it's all it's never really been I've completely disconnected from the businesses but I told my uh, firm that I was working with, I'm like, I'm going to go back and continue to work for you. But I'm going to work up in Blue Ridge and they're super supportive. They're amazing people. And uh, then as the businesses started kind of heating up, I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do both and I've got a new baby and everything. And they worked with me really well. I thought I was going to have to make a choice on one or the other, but they're like, why don't we structure something where you can stay on as an attorney, but then also have some uh, freedom to Mm -hmm. be a business owner too. So anyway, right now I'm a part-time lawyer, a uh, business owner, and a and a mom. So it's <laughs> not a lot of sleeping, am I? Yeah. Say, <laughs>
0: yes. hey, I'm I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at the you know what, what, you know acrobat next to, yeah, you know? yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. So from a from a standpoint of the transitions that you guys have made in in life and business, if you had to go back to 2001 when this was first uh were were you uh where were you in life in terms of had you already uh got your law degree were you still in school when the first business was purchased or
1: yeah actually I was when when the first when the rafting was purchased in 2001 I was like in middle school okay so I really was still kind of um you know i was helping do, doing some things but really whenever i went into high school that's when my parents were like all right time to buckle up and start <laughs> answering the reservation phones yeah you know so it, it it really has been like my childhood like i grew yep. up in these so
0: from from a and you can get as general specific or uh, as as practical you know nuanced whatever as you want from 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 middle school just being, you know, kind of brought into this 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 world, and, and I would say this is a unique industry, mm-hmm. if, if industry is even the right realm for that. From from you know business growth, from practical execution of what you do, uh, to to you know business acquisition. I mean, you guys have done that as well. Right. Any kind of like specific or general nuggets of wisdom you would give to somebody who is anywhere in that family operating a business by the way it's not just mom and dad it's all of, all of you right. who are also now instantly employees ignore tribal child labor laws it doesn't <laughs> matter uh, <laughs> um to hey we're looking at evaluating a business Is this it the right thing or or how you you know going about the financing element of like any things that you if you could go back in time like we really did this well or if we could go back and and do this instead or do this sooner mm-hmm. um anything sticks out
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely I feel like I could probably write a book on just on that of just like kind of preparing yourself for being a business owner and uh, what to expect and all the, you know, ups and downs of everything. But I have really watched my parents be entrepreneurs my whole life, even before they got into this industry. And they are both I wouldn't say what they're not Harvard educated. I mean, they they didn't go to college. You know, they're they're just really hardworking people. And it Mm -hmm. really is amazing to watch what they have accomplished um, it's really I always joke with people it's kind of the American dream really I mean people mm-hmm. who have worked their whole life and been been able to build something to really be proud of and to be able to include their kids in it's amazing and it's been so rewarding to be able to be um, you know people always say family-owned business and that, that never has really occurred to me of how important that is until I like lived in it it's like it's it's really amazing to be able to work with your family and mm-hmm. you know of course people always warn you you got to be careful going in business with your family yes. but you know it's really it's been really nice and I'm just like so proud of my parents and mm-hmm. everything that they've done I mean to kind of answer your question about you know any advice to people that are thinking about going into business it's like you know it can be the most rewarding thing that you've ever done other than probably having kids I have to say you know I mean mm-hmm. of course everyone anyone that has a kid knows that that's like you know up there but uh, ha- building your own business is, is so great. You know, having a, uh, autonomy over when you work and being able to be off to go to your kids' events or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. That There's a lot of pros to that. But then, of course, the advice that I'd have is be ready to really give it your all because mm-hmm. if you want to have a successful business, you're going to have to give 100%. And that's one thing that really makes me proud of my parents. They would do whatever it takes mm-hmm. for the business. If, it, if, like, someone calls in and you don't have somebody to cover the shift, they're out there. I mean, there's nothing that my parents wouldn't do. I yeah. mean, up down, you know, I was joking about us being bathroom cleaners. Like, at the end of the day, we'll help clean the bathrooms. We'll pick up the trash. I mm-hmm. mean, you if you really want to have a successful business, you've got to be all yeah. in.
0: Yeah. I said that. Uh, I was talking with uh, the class um, that I, I teach on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And um, it was last week, a week before, oddly enough, that I was sharing with them, when I started looking back at, you know, kind of my my journey into, um, you know, having uh, utilizing the entrepreneurial gene, you know, within me in the world of real estate, um, I said the one thing I started looking at is from from you know when I was in college, you know, maybe even high school a little bit, but really in college and then out of college, there was no job that was beneath me, mm-hmm. and, it, and even after graduating college uh i share with them a story like I'll, i'll never forget this like i was in a season of life where i uh was i was on a very fixed budget and had some goals that were outside of my budget in a short period of time and so i literally just i was in a new area um had just moved there for the job didn't know anybody and so i i literally just started walking around knocking on neighbors doors um asking them like hey do you need any help around the house need any you know stuff done yeah. and I had people, I mean, I was pruning rose bushes that hadn't been pruned in like a decade, <laughs> cleaning gutters that hadn't been cleaned in forever. I mean, like nah, if you've not cleaned gutters that have been sitting there for like five years, like you have, you might as well just be cleaning out a sewage tank by hand, right. like it's nasty. Um, and But I was like, I all, all I have is what I have, right. which is a, a willingness to go out and, and work and you know, it's tax-free money, mm-hmm all it costs me right now is time to generate. I got time after work. I got time on the weekends to do this stuff. And um, and I, re- I, I can see the threads of that, which was, you know, uh, gosh, almost 20 years ago now, right. into how, how I operate now and where I'm at in life. That to me is one of the biggest things that I, I communicate to anybody that's in this world of, um, you know, small business ownership, and and I tell everybody if you're if you're starting out, whether you're opening an insurance office or real estate or w- anything like that, where you're kind of the sole entity, you're starting a small business. Right. Expect the first two years to be a lot of grinding. Yeah. Um, and if you do it well and you do it right, that will set years three, four, five up to be really well. But you're like you're the bathroom cleaner, like you you're, you're the nanny, you're the maid service, right. you're the cook. You know, you're the copier assistant, like you're yeah. all of that. And if you're not willing to do that, entrepreneurship is probably not a good fit um, for you. You may still have a good dream, but it may need some some help in the execution. And yeah. I mean, everybody needs help in the execution in this world. And, and I'll, I'll kind of dovetail into that. Outside of family, what were some of the best things you guys did in terms of getting your businesses set up to succeed?
1: You know my mom just made some really good decisions when that you know some of it's just kind of how the cards fall but just you know with the rafting Mm -hmm. um it's a highly competitive business there's Mm -hmm. you have to have a TVA permit but there's like 20 permits on the Ocoee so it's everyone's kind of fighting for the same business um and when you're in a highly competitive market like that every little thing really matters and you know you gotta think this is 2001 uh one thing that i think really made a difference is she got the domain com. Uh, and so that made you know at that time that didn't seem like a big deal you know the internet's kind of like coming on you know uh but that turned out to be huge you yeah. know and then we were able to get the trademark for koi rafting from that and so that yeah that's that's that was a big deal it mm-hmm. was just any it's kind of one of those things where it's like if that if the cards had fell a different way, mm-hmm. it could have been a totally different outcome. But it's it's been, you know, you gotta you win some, you lose some. That's one of the things that I, I really um, have watched my mom. Like, there's been some decisions that were made that were amazing, but then there were some other decisions where they didn't pan out, and she, you know, mm-hmm. she lost some money. And that's another thing that you know, on your advice to entrepreneurs, you got to be ready for that. You're going to take some hits. You're not. Yep. It's not always going to be sunshine uh, some, and rainbows. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> definitely. But you know, I, I you're one of the few people I've ever heard. Talk about the grind, and I think that's really, you know, because people say about starting your own business, a lot of people have this idea of how great it is, and I think it's really good for people to be honest yes. with someone that's... Uh, it well, it
0: gets great, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't usually start great. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, I have terrible allergies, and I remember one house, I was tearing out nasty, I mean, like, 40-year-old carpet. Yeah. Like, itchy, cough, I mean, <laughs> nasty. And at the end of the day, you know, I got paid. right. So yeah. it's like you know, as as long as it's not illegal, unethical, immoral, there's not a job that I won't do right. if if it's getting me to where I want to get to. And that's um,
1: that's really good to share that with people because I think a lot of people that have the they have the idea, but they don't necessarily have the mental. Um, mm-hmm. They're not in the mental space for that. But you know what's interesting? I did want to mention uh, my parents have that so ingrained in them um, that. I almost have to be, and I hate to be this person. They always say, oh, well, it's just your generation. You don't want to work. But I have to <laughs> I have to be the other side of it to them because they're so used to just doing whatever it takes. Like if mm-hmm. something needs to be done, they'll do it themselves. That I've had to have hard conversations with them of like, all right, at some point, you've got to look at the value of your time. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you can save $100 by cutting your own grass at this property. Yeah. But the time that it takes you to do that every two weeks, yeah. <laughs> could we be using that time more, you know... Yeah, leverage uh, yeah. is not a bad word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they've, you know, it's kind of, and I, I've noticed that more, especially with the older generation that has worked in a yeah. business for a long time, they, they, they're they, like, I can do it all myself. And I'm like, mom, you know, you could pay somebody $100 to do this mm-hmm. and then open yourself up to do something more productive with your time. I'm not right. saying just go home and sit on the couch because right. I know you're never going to do that. But we you've got to have at some point, and especially even like in America, just with our tax system, it's like, you've got to have expenses. Like right. that's just how right. life works. If you, mm-hmm. if you kill yourself and do everything yourself and you have a big business and it's doing really well and you have zero expenses, well, just get ready to write a check. to <laughs> right. Uncle Sam. That's Cause right. you know, you're not, Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, like, like you were saying, that's not really on a startup. That's not what they're having to think about. But when you, when you got your business established, that is something that you're going to have to start looking at as like, Do I want to expand? Do I have Mm. the time? What can I um, pass off to someone else and Mm -hmm. write off as an expense? Because you've got to be, that's, you know, that's, if I, some people ask me sometimes, do you use your law degree and what you're doing now? Um, I do. I think it's very beneficial to have a law degree. But if I could go back and get another degree, I'd probably want to be an accountant because Mm. uh, having a good accountant and a good understanding of the tax system is going to be, is huge in a business.
0: Yeah. Let's get into just some of the activities, adventures. Blue Ridge has obviously changed a little bit since um, you grew. <laughs> you yeah. we were growing up. Uh, take us through kind of what you what you have uh, without getting too nitty gritty.
1: Okay, so we'll start with the rafting units. You know, like I said, it was on the Ocoee River and the Ocoee River's claim to fame was the 1996 Olympics were held there. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're very well known for that. You've got two sections of the river. You've got the upper section and the middle section. The upper only runs on weekends. I guess I should start by saying that when I say it only runs this river's dam controlled. So mm-hmm. TVA completely controls the water release. We can obviously only raft when they release water. All the other times they use it to generate power so mm-hmm. you can literally walk across the river in some sections uh when they're not releasing so the upper releases on the weekends the middle releases every day but tuesday and wednesday in the summer um so yeah it's it's the tennessee state law they have to be 12 or older all participants have to be 12 or older so as long as you're 12 or older uh, no requirements to be able to swim or anything of course we provide the life jacket helmet paddle all that and of course we also provide the raft the guide, experience guide, um, so there's really no experience required. It's really a good trip for all different levels. Uh, the Okoy River has really become very, very popular in the last, you know, a couple of years. It's a, one of the number one commercially rafted rivers in the U.S., hmm. so it's definitely a must-do if you're in this area. You know, it's class three and four rapids, so they rate that on a scale of one to six. So it's definitely, um, like the Nanahala is one that a lot of people know around yep. here. That one you're looking at like ones and twos. It's mm-hmm. not required to have a guide. So this is kind of like a lot of people will start on the Hala and then come to the Koei. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a yeah. really good trip. Um, and I tell people, you know, I have people call me and say, I can't swim. Are you sure this is for me? I'm like, you don't want to be swimming in whitewater anyway. You got a life jacket <laughs> on, you know? So anyway, it, it, it's a really good river and we have really good guides. I, I would say another way that, I um, mean, you're asking for like nuggets on success and business. One of, the, I would say one of the keys to our success at the rafting has been my mom did not shy away from paying her guides well. Mm-hmm. And that has, Resulted in us having guides. Most of our guides have been on this river for five to twenty years. Wow. So we have people that come back and work for us every year. And you know, of course, it's just like anything else. The more you do it, the better mm-hmm. you are. So we have incredible guides, and we've been so lucky to keep the people that we have, and we get amazing reviews. And mm-hmm. it's it's a really good river. I couldn't. That's probably I don't know. It's hard to pick which one's your favorite, but the rafting's definitely up there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, length of trips on on those two.
1: Yeah. So each section's five miles. Okay. Usually, uh, it's that it seems like that would take a long time to do that, but it's such fast-moving water. Usually, we tell people about an hour and a half on the water for each section. Okay. So, uh, if you're just going to do one section, we usually recommend the middle because it's action-packed. It's like back to back. You know, you're really you're hitting one rapid after another. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of places to get out and swim. It's just a really good package for first timers or somebody that doesn't want to mm-hmm. be out on the water. For a long time uh but then for our people i mean we have people that drive or like fly from california like we have people from all over the u.s that come and do the ocoee so they'll call me and say i want to be on the river as long as possible right. we, we do have those full river trips for them where you do the upper and the middle so you're doing 10 miles of rafting okay
0: yeah awesome yeah and it's if you've not been up this area of, of georgia it's beautiful so i every time i'm up in the mountains on a river somewhere up here there's there's always places where you feel like you're out west somewhere. Like it's <laughs> you do not feel like I cannot still be in Georgia, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you are. So tubing, tubing. Yeah. What's, what's a tubing tube, trip Tubing like? is
1: like that's why I just want to tell people. You know what? After you've been going crazy and just bouncing around and doing all the vacation things, this this is the day that you plan to just totally relax. It's a decompressed like day. Very very easy. You just yep. walk up, tell us you want a tube. We tell you how how many tubes do you need. We load up the tubes and you go you go float for a mile and a half and mm-hmm. uh, you actually take out right back where your car was so we transport you up and you float down uh we let, we have cooler tubes for people people will pack their lunch and stop and pull over and get out and swim and mm-hmm. eat their lunch and everything and super relaxing very scenic very basic like okay for smaller children you of course on the koa you wouldn't want to strap a four-year-old right. on <laughs> but the, the Dakoa is very laid back very relaxing totally fine we have people that take and their dog with them. Yeah. It's like, it's a really fun, relaxing experience. Like I said, it's a mile and a half, so normally takes about. Well, it depends on how fast the water's moving, but usually we tell people about an hour and a half to do it. Hmm. And we have some people that come and do it multiple times in one day, just kind of spend it. Up. We don't time you, so yeah. it's like super chill. Uh, if you want to pull over and swim for an hour, it's just you get back whenever you get back. Right. We're, we're cool with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: The river goes one way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't miss the takeout, yeah. we have to come find you. That I'm, I'm, We're good. You take as much time as you want out there.
0: Cool. Uh, zip lines.
1: Zip lines. So. We have two different options at the zip line. We have well really three. We just added a, a, a different course, but so we have the kid zip. and on that, basically we added that in just a year or two ago because there's just so few activities in Blue Ridge for little kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, we build a whole separate course. It's only about five or ten feet off the ground and it's, we let the little ones go on it and the parents can go with them or the parents can just watch from the ground. So that's kind of what we call our kid zip um that's about an hour long and then we have the big course is what I call it we have on that you have two options you have one hour and a two hour okay so the one hour is seven zips the two hours 13 zips and people always call me well I don't know what I want to do we've never zipped before they're both really good mm-hmm. you're looking at half a mile cable versus a mile of cable and also the two hour goes over water so you'll be zipping over fight town creek you'll be zipping over a pond mm-hmm. and so it just really depends on what how long you want to be out there a lot of even though ziplines become very popular in the US, a lot of people still have not ziplined before. Mm-hmm. So they're a little hesitant to sign up for that, like a mile yeah. of cable. So anyway, the one, one hour is really popular for new people. But if you've ziplined before, I know a lot of people have zipped in Costa Rica and other places. I'd definitely come out and check our two hour out. You can't beat some of the views and everything. I mean, you're, you're on, like we talked about before, you're on 165 acre track of undeveloped land. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you're really in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, You're probably not going to have phone service out there, so just be ready for that. (laughs) It's good for all of
0: us. Yeah. And the Adventure Park.
1: Adventure Park, yeah. What's
0: what's some time at the Adventure Park look like? Do you go certain routes? Do you go just time? Like, how how do you... So,
1: we kind of had to figure this out, because this, like you and I talked about, this is one of the few businesses that we have where we actually started from scratch and didn't Mm -hmm. have really a roadmap of what to do. So... At first, we were thinking about just selling, like, by level, where you could do the first level or, you could do, you know, you could purchase what level you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Then we realized that a lot of people have no clue how far they're going to be able to go in this or if yeah. they're going to like it or N- anything. Not so, at all. Yeah. yeah. So we actually shifted kind of quick on that and was like, you know what, we're going to do a time. That way people can do whatever they want. We want it to be enjoyable for people and not stressed about, like, you know, <laughs> what, what, what level can I get to or whatever. So we just did... You know, you purchase the ticket, you get an hour and a half actually on the course, and you go as far as you want to go. Yeah. So if you do the first level and you're like, you know what, I don't really want to go to the second level. I'd rather just do the first level again. Then That's cool. Or if, you know, we have people that come here and they're kind of, you know, pretty athletic or maybe they have a military background Uh and they run through all three levels in 30 minutes. Yeah. So it's just... It's just really, we wanted to make it the best for the for the customer. So we just give them an hour and a half to do whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah. And some of this stuff you've seen before, if you've seen some of these, um, the the ropes courses, the adventure type stuff. And some of the things I, I saw, I'm like, what kind of sick twisted human being <laughs> designed this thing? Um, because they're, I mean, it is literally all different skill levels. Like you like you said, you have very, very low uh, basic you've seen before and you have ones that I've never seen seen before so uh to to each their own uh adventure
1: well and we we try to keep it you know fresh we try to um you know change the elements out too Mm because we do have people that come back with us every year and we want to keep it where it's interesting to them so we'll if you come one year with us you'll see an element and then it might be something different next year so it keeps it fun
0: yeah um so a couple quick questions before we wrap up uh one as a As a long-term Blue Ridge resident and a um, quasi-new back in in my territory, what's one of your favorite things to do outside of the Adventure Park, you know, all of your family businesses?
1: Well, uh, you know, the Fannie County Chamber of Commerce always does a survey of people that are visiting up here, and I always find it interesting to see what people say they do when they're up here. And uh, I think, don't quote me on this, but people have told me that for years, the number one thing has been hiking, so that's one thing that we even do mm-hmm. ourselves. Even, even as people from here, we we have a free day. It's like let's go on a hike, let's mm-hmm. go hike to a waterfall or you know something like that. So mm-hmm. we really love that. You know, of course, we try to go to the re- restaurants and support local restaurants. I was going to ask
0: you if you have any yeah. hole in the wall local restaurants you um, love.
1: You know what? I get that question a lot just because I'm the person that answers the phone. If I had one, re- like my husband's going to shake his head whenever I say this because he there's always like you know how you run a restaurant into the ground you he, eat it so much yes. that's how he feels because I always whenever I were going out to eat Misty Mountain Hops is always my pick I'm okay like, let's go there let's go there I love love that place really cool atmosphere Um they have like music posters up on the wall they're always playing music love and, it already yeah yeah and then they have you know a pretty wide variety of items on their menu which i really appreciate it's anything mm-hmm. from wings and burgers to uh, a tofu salad so i mean it's like mm. my go-to i'm not a vegetarian but you know it's like the only tofu place that offers tofu and blue mm. uh plus i know the owner and he is a an amazing guy so i love if yeah. i'm gonna throw my money at somebody i love giving it to someone that i know is a good local Absolutely. that really gives back to the community so
0: Um, So, uh, right before we end, I like to do something I call the lightning round, which is a question that has nothing to do about anything that we've talked about. Uh, So in the past, I've gotten stuck uh, asking questions about movies that people haven't seen. So (laughs) instead, I I assume that you've read a few books, having a law degree. Um, Prior to graduating high school, what was your favorite book that you read and why?
1: Oh wow. Um this is going to sound like a major cop out, but anything John Grisham, you know, okay. that, that was actually what kind of got me into law was when I was younger reading uh Grisham books, you know.
0: The firm. Yeah, the firm yeah. and you know the was Tom, was Tom Cruise like 15 in that movie. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> so I know um I know I don't even know if people, young people know John Grisham now, but I I know, you know, It's a crying shame. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You can't beat a good John
1: Grisham book, so that's probably Um, my... All
0: right, so how do people find you on social media, online, phone number? Yeah, so uh,
1: each of our companies have their own websites just because, you know, we got videos and Mm -hmm. all that, so people can kind of see what it's about, but uh, the... We have an 800 number for all of them, so if okay. you ever have a question and you just want to give me a call, I'm usually the person that answers it. So okay. uh, the number is 1-800-251-4800, and then all you got to do is you know Google any of our business names and the websites and Facebooks will come up. But Perfect. you know it's a uh, koi rafting, Tacona River tubing, uh, zipline canopy tours of Blue Ridge, and. Uh, blue ridge adventure park
0: awesome yeah well we timed it right about right You're, you 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 have customers flocking up yeah. as we uh start to open so i'm gonna let you get um and uh thanks so much for your time thank
1: you it's been such awesome. a pleasure
0: this is the north georgia life podcast embrace life where you live